Welcome to another episode of More Than Dice, episode 210. I'm Gonzo. I'm John. I'm Kathy. And today we're going to talk about um, just having a good old time painting and hanging out. <laughs> and everything. I'm what, John. Cookie? There, there's John. <laughs> we had a late go, so I was doing everything. <laughs> I, had, I did a really good impression of you, kind of a good impression of Kathy, so. Let it kind of slide. How would you rate my impression of John from a scale of one to ten? Ten being perfect, one being the worst. How would you rate my impression of John? That says ten. <laughs> how would you rate my impression of Kathy on a one to ten scale? As she gets back on. <laughs> Four Kathy. or five. Okay, yeah. My 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 voice can't go that high. I mean, hold on. now I'm going to have to take a note to... Uh... Rewind. <laughs> hold on, note here to watch VOD for John impression. <laughs> <laughs> so, welcome oh, to episode oh, come 210. Come on, Cookie, I don't even have pigtails tonight. I also don't have pigtails. I like the extra O in uh, Gonzo, Ganozo, there, Cookie. Ganozo. You just like to add extra O's, don't you, Cookie? Because I'm into uh, Wow. Oh, okay. So today is going to be just to kind of hang out, do some painting, talk about some stuff, because uh, some of the models I'm going to be painting, uh, we got I got the camera fixed, so we're going to see how the uh, colors come out and changes what we were looking at, because I do have uh, some painting questions, even though I did say we were going to paint some Warcaster stuff, uh, painting questions for you, Kathy, on the skin of this model, now that you can kind of see what it looks like and such. Um, other than that, um, guys, we appreciate you being here so, so much. We love chatting with you. I look forward to this every week. It's my thing. I get to hang out with two of my best friends video-wise, and I get to hang out with my other 75 million friends that are in chat uh, type thing. So I appreciate it a lot. Um, we want to thank Muse on Minis for hosting us and giving us the space and the audience also to reach a bunch of people. And we want to thank Mini Masterworks also uh, for hosting us and giving us uh, a cool little discount code. Both of them gave us discount codes. So if you buy anything from those two companies, make sure you use our discount code. Um, and if you can buy from Mini Masterworks, make sure you pick up that Vortex shaker. Excuse me. If you haven't done so, um, go ahead and get it because that thing is legit. There's John sporting it. I'm doing his best fan of white. I just pulled the plug in. <laughs> <laughs> smaller than i thought it would be it yeah it's actually not very big i hear that sometimes <laughs> <laughs> type thing so um john do we have any shout outs this week just my sanity <laughs> i don't remember any others but i i don't either i don't think there was well, anything else let me tell you how my week was okay you're just gonna you're just gonna go and take a whole half a bottle already uh-huh. <laughs> That's how my week was. Uh-oh. It's actually tasty. So, uh, is that what you're going to have tonight? What are you, what are you drinking tonight? Uh, no, I made a Moscow Mule, because drinking straight whiskey like that ends poorly for Monday. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
Kathy, what you got? What am I drinking? Yeah. Uh, well, I have a gin and tonic, and then I also have uh, Earl Grey hot. Hot Earl Grey. Gonzo, what are you drinking? I am going with my good old scotch. Some McCollins. Um, uh, special reserves that they have. Um, I'm going to be drinking that. going to be sipping a little bit because I have an early, early, early morning. I have to be up at like 6 o'clock or whatever. Got an interview at 7.30. So got to make sure I get that and be at least refreshed and open mind and ready for it. Um, I think it's going to be my last interview for any job. I think I'm going to be done interviewing because uh, the Monday after tomorrow, two weeks from now, I start my new job. So um, I think I'm going to stop, even though, you know, I says I'm going to keep on looking until I find something good or better or whatever. I think this is going to be the last one. Doesn't mean you can't casually look. You don't have to go full on look. Correct. And that's what I'm saying. I mean, for the last since pretty much November, eight o'clock every morning, I come and sit at my desk and about four or five hours. I've been looking at jobs every single day. Yep. Looking for a job is a part time job. Pretty much would get done about 1230, forget to eat dinner or forget to eat lunch and then go try to do something, clean the house. And then I'm like, crap, it's three o'clock. I didn't eat lunch type thing. So I'll keep on doing, but you know, kind of just disappointed in a few things that came out because of all of this, mostly because I got an email saying that I didn't get a position that uh, I pretty much knew I should have got but they wanted to hire me instead of being the director at about a decent pay. Instead, they want me to be a teacher at $12 an hour. With that one. So at $12 an hour. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's, actually insulting very insulting people in the u.s this is what people want to pay the people who are teaching your kids things yeah Yeah. so i was like no i already make more than that with a job i already have so in the working from home revision ever i would actually if i had kids i would probably try to get them into a private school um 100 because those people care 100 percent now, some of them are a little weird. My uh, One of my people has, uh, his daughters are in a Christian school, and they teach shit like Latin and all. And I'm like, that's a little excessive. Like, I understand why you're doing it, but really, you don't really need to. But at least they're providing them with better other stuff. They push them pretty hard, actually. So. Yeah. But yeah, no, back to the topic. I don't know of any uh, uh, celebrity or notable deaths the past week. Um, but again, I wasn't able to pay full attention something like that i I didn't notice any either i keep track of his stuff and stay up on the news quite a bit yeah so well guys we appreciate everybody here we appreciate you coming out um if we see you this week make sure you say hi to myself and kathy um we will be at adepticon so there'll be no episode next week um no podcast next sunday should be okay after that we'll do another one Uh, um i'm gonna say generously i might just dream me playing a video game okay but no guarantees <laughs> john may come in there and stream a video game for everybody to watch yeah if you got something better to do by all means otherwise i mean john might be here <laughs> who knows maybe something i haven't played in a while maybe something brand new i don't know i'll have to wait and see so guys please be safe if you're still going out please wear your mask um please wash your hands 
keep checking on yourself. Make sure you're good, um, et cetera, et cetera. Cheers. 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 That's some good scotch. Some really good scotch. All right, so I'm going to go and switch it over because there's a paint cam. Because I actually had to change up the camera and all that good funky stuff. That does look better. Well, let's see if this stayed better. Oh, I need to fix my chair. My hairy arm. See how his skin's got like a slight green tint? That's pretty yeah. much spot on of what the color is. And the purple looks uh, much more... I like the purple actually a lot. It's got some good yeah. uh, contrast there and all. Yeah. Good highlights and shading. Some nice saturation in in some areas. Yeah, I mean, I'm still going to go and work on it and stuff, but definitely you can tell that the, you know, it has more of that alien green skin. The sickly looking skin, mm-hmm. which looking at this model and everything, it kind of reminds me of some of the creatures I've been fighting in Elden Ring because the way it's creepy looking and the color of the skin and everything kind of creeps me out. So um, I was going to start working on some of this stuff. Like, check out this guy. This guy's pretty cool. I like this guy. can't see uh actually it came out really good on that camera did really good on this ping, 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 ping. this is a siege breaker for the isa army for warcaster i like it very shiny yes very very shiny so probably work on him later but i wanted to work on this model because i have a question for my painting friends and i mean I, I like that you use plural because only one of them is here today. Ah, John, that's you're painting, by the way. But, but John paints. John I paints. I mean, I slap colors on models. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> A little difference between what I do and what you do. You know, the only real difference is I just spend a little more time on them than you do. Oh, I was going to say skill. Mm. I said, you have some, and I, nah. Mediocre. I'm mediocre. Council, what color shift do you use on the uh, the Siege Breaker? The Siege Breaker oh, is uh, Cobalt Blue by Games, uh, by uh, Green Stuff World. There you go, Mo. So I decided after listening to all the stuff, I'm going to have to get some of the Army Painter uh, speed paints for myself to see what the actual say is. Cause I've heard all sorts of shit. So yeah. I, I went and rewatched some of those videos and everything because I was curious because I, I, you know, you can get the entire set at Adepticon and I was like, mm, do I want to buy it or not? Do I want to? The entire set? Yeah. I Suppos- want to buy the entire well, set of anything, I, but that's just me. Especially not something that's, that's even remotely controversial like that. Well, it, it's actually pretty cheap comparatively, and it's not a lot of colors. I mean, uh, compared to what? Scale 75 or GW colors? But do you, you don't need... Okay, I'm not sure. Hey, if paint collecting is your hobby, yep. you're not going to harsh that. 
Or you can be like John, where I'm like, huh, I want to paint this. And Kathy suggests magenta. I'm like, yeah, I'm done with magenta. And I'm like, what other magenta? I got uh, this uh, fluo magenta. What else should I have? And she gives me a list. You could also try this and this and this for other colors from the same company. And then I just put a quick order in, and I got colors coming. It'll be all good. I can wait. I may be losing my sanity, but I still have some patience. <laughs> yeah, I was. I, I watched, like, I would say probably... 10 or so videos on that on Ari Painter and I don't know. Uh, I just like the way I paint the reactivate seems like it'd be might be a big problem for me. So. Yeah, that was that was the thing uh, that I was thinking too is I like to go back and forth on my stuff a lot. Mm-hmm. So if I'm doing a wash on anything, which I rarely do anyways, but if I'm doing a wash on something it's more than likely that I'm going to want to go in with more more glazing of midtones or highlighting or things on top of that. Mm-hmm. And then I want to brush on uh, my matte varnish, which would also reactivate it. And then it would smear it yeah. across everything, which well, I've had yeah. happen before with reactivate. Yeah, I'm worried about how, how long that reactivates. So I'm, I'm going to get it, and I'm going to get a model. I have a million yeah. extra models. And do some testing with it. Well, what I've heard is that it doesn't... When you seal it, it's okay. If you but, don't seal but it... But they said it, spray seal it. They, if oh. you brush it on, it'll still be a problem. Oh, I, I didn't hear about I didn't hear about that one. I heard uh, just seal it. brushing on your sealant is going to reactivate right. it. Like the spray, it hits there. It doesn't. You don't have any agitation, let's say. Correct. Yeah. yeah. You're just, it's just laying on top. So that makes sense. So you... And, and I never spray anything on my models. There's no. nothing that gets sprayed. So, I mean, that's just how I paint. But I mean, it's how I paint, too. Well, I know that Captain Mizzy said she's probably going to pick them up. And so maybe we, you, you can do some testing also, and she does some testing. And we can see, you know, what it is. Because everybody says that they like them more than the GW ones, uh, minus the reactivation issue. I will also say... That there is a habit among gamers of piling on to companies that are in, that they don't necessarily like completely. So there's some bias there. That's and true. I'm not saying, it's not, not like conscious bias. I'm not saying anyone's legit, it's like just unconscious bias. I, I think some of it is totally conscious though. Like, I uh, don't understand some people why, are, but like, why people pile on to you know, a company like Games Workshop for their paint, like they're like, Games Workshop is worst paint ever. And, you know, they really don't. It, I mean, have you tried an might, apple barrel? They might for the way in which you paint. Yep. Which is a whole different thing than them just sucking arbitrarily. My honestly, issue is like the pots. I don't like their pots. Yeah, but I mean, you can only fight the fights you can fight, son. Yeah. That's the reason why I and and the cost. Let's be honest, exactly like P threes light. Oh up the my world. god, I hate the P three covers. The lids, <laughs> are horrible. the clasp on lids. Go on and on about that. Yeah, the P three covers are only good if you paint out of the pot, and you shouldn't paint out of the pot. <laughs> yeah, they're terrible. They because they break, like all all GW lid problems aside, they don't fucking break. I ain't ever, I run out of paint in those things before they break. Oh yeah, yeah. Like I've lost 
parts, good chunks of remaining P3 paints because the lid broke and then cracked. Yep. Yep. And I'm that's like, happened to me. I don't even the, use them that often, and that's happened to me. Which is too bad because they're really good paints. They really flow really well. I really like them, and and like everything's the, the metallics. I know they fixed it a little bit. They're still like they're not top tier metallics by any stretch. I don't know. What's your favorite P3 yeah. paint? My favorite P3 paint? Probably Exile Blue, I think it's called. Hold on. It's right here next to me. Exile Blue. I like that cold uh, black. Followed, uh, cold black's good, followed up also by uh, their Dark Maroon, which I can't think of off the top of my head what the color is. But I used it for the base of a lot of my reds. I don't have it out here because I painted that a while ago. Dark Maroon seems like it would be a good base for reds. I don't know what that particular dark maroon looks like, but just so you're you're just saying dark maroon, and I like it already. Basically, you can get dark maroon in, in a base. couple different ways. Oh yeah, the sanguine base. Yeah, that's what I painted my troll bloods flesh with. That that's was the base color. That's kind of what I was picturing. Yeah. So. But yeah, so that, that those are sort of like my my big three. There's a, oh, I almost forgot my other one. Moldy Ochre, best yellow oh, out there. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. What uh, what type of bottles do you like, though, if, if you you don't like the flip tops? I mean, honestly, at the end of the day, the paint wastage from dropper bottles is infinitely less, even when they start leaking a little extra. Yeah, There's or when no they way. get all plugged up and you have to rip the nozzle off and stick the... Uh... And stick the brush into the uh, underside of the nozzle to get the paint out. It's still. I just cleared it out with with my my tweezers and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's still less waste than having to take on your brush. And, I mean, not all the time. Sometimes you you get that brush full and you're like, aha, perfect. The stars have aligned and all is right with the universe. But more often than not, you're like, oh, look at this fucking extra paint. Do anything else needs this right now? Like, I'll be honest, batch painting is kind of also a self-defense from the way paints were for so long. Yeah. Until uh, until we got, uh, you know, uh, the dropper bottles. And to be honest, I think I like... Vallejos are fine, but I think I like the slightly different style of, like, the Scale 75. And I know it doesn't seem like it's much, it's just subtle differences. I don't have the same problems with it bubbling up excessively with them um using the scale 75 now i agree with you the other ones i've tried that drop a bottle either like leave a lot inside and so when you close it it like squirts all out the top of it and so you have to wipe it off and put that extra excess there Mm -hmm. which isn't you know you just got to be prepared for it but the scale 75 look you're done you got it also not to excessively pimp one of our uh sponsors wears but I, I was kind of hesitant on the paint shaker, but I find <laughs> I have a lot less of those bullshit flow, you know, extra bits coming out, welling up when I use the paint shaker over just shaking it myself. I don't oh, know why. Maybe it just gets it dispersed better. There's no, but it like, it still happens occasionally, but it's a lot less so. And then small sample size, I've only had this thing for about a week. I've only been using it for about a week, so take that for what you will but i have noticed that so and the good thing about it is it's affordable uh, i was asking wait till you guys get a clog in your scale 75 
Well, their nozzle seals are weak. You've been warned. Ah, uh, so just, well, I always tell people, if you, if the paint doesn't come out when you just squeeze the sides like you normally do, do not squeeze harder. No. Just go for the <laughs> yes, pin, dude. stick yes, it in don't... the nozzle. See as much as we want way. to think so, brute force is not the answer. Absolutely not. <laughs> Trust me, because if it was the answer, I would use it. It is not the answer. You will be sad. Yes. <laughs> You've been warned. And you will have white paint everywhere. <laughs> Mo says it doesn't take much on the scale bottles. Just saying. Well, I thank just... you for the warning, because I personally have used very few scale paints. Uh... I love their metallics, not going to lie. I use one of their Inktensity inks, and I used to have a couple of their green colors, but I gave them to somebody else who needed green colors. I I also have one of their version of the, uh, I forget what it's called, their version of the contrast paint, Um, a blue, and it, it, it seems pretty solid, but I've only got the one color, so small sample size again. Don't own any of that from them. I, I bought it randomly at the uh, the game store when I was last there a while ago. Just because, sure, I mean, you got to try one out. At that point, I'm like, I don't have a blue for much. Let's try a blue. Yeah. Even though I think blue probably is the easiest color that I've used to blend and shade and highlight with just what you got or a little bit of white in there. Mm. Just my experience. I don't really use white. I use a sort of really like light blue to 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 make it lighter. Yeah, blue does blue does shift into uh lighter highlights better than some other colors. It it holds its sort of intensity a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I can agree with that. That seems Some colors lose that and they get muted really quickly when you start adding a lighter color to it. Yeah, like if I had to paint a quick army and like anything, like uh, blue uniforms are definitely would be the order of the day. I feel like they just take the 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 highlights and and the washes a lot better than most other colors. Just just seems to work better. There is a moment. Too. There is a moment in my in my commissions when I had ultramarines that I was painting for somebody, and I was painting. Uh, troll bloods for another person and they wanted them to be like the box art you know color mm-hmm. scheme yeah so i got really good at painting that blue because essentially to me the ultramarines and the troll blood skin was pretty much the same color <laughs> i mean ultramarines should really be a bit more intense blue but yeah i can see where you're coming from it's almost like the full range from like the darkest art ultramarine shade to the lightest uh, troll blood uh, skin part. Oh, I think you, you should see spectrum. my troll bloods. Right. <laughs> Are they super blue? They're super blue. blue diamond, diamond, I had never blue, seen them diamond. before. I had never looked at the books. I didn't know anything about it. But this guy, the box they came in was all I had to work on in the photo from that box. And so I interpreted it as I, you know. Well, let me ask you this. Was he happy with them? He absolutely was. They, they are on my Facebook. I think they're on my Facebook page. I mean, if only I had access to that. If only I had a magical <laughs> box that I could find a Kathy Wobble. 
and find if there were pictures of her thumb with paint on it with eyes and stuff. <laughs> okay. I should put those up on uh, on Instagram. Uh, I don't there's go on the Instagrams. I'm more of a Golden Grams kind of guy. There's a there's a ton of my old stuff that I've never put on Instagram. I should do like a Shit. oldies day, like a throwback day. I, I put up old stuff. Or Chieftain from ReaperCon 2017. It's fucking awesome. Orc I'm just rolling through. I was rolling through your pictures right now, looking oh, okay. for control blood. <laughs> that one's really good. Demo, yeah, I love me some Golden Grams. I could go some Golden Grams right now. Oh, man, I haven't had Golden Grams in forever. Now uh, I want Golden Grams. You're welcome. As I like to say, Golden Grams are my shit. I don't actually see this here, but it's probably on your actual miniature page, isn't it, rather than your... Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, it, either one, I thought I put them on my personal... Uh, in, in an album on my... But... They might be on my. In any case, they're blue. They're there. In any I'm case, good. they're blue. Yeah. Look, I know how to work Facebook. I can post a link, I guess. I mean, you could. That seems <laughs> too much like cheating. <laughs> Albums. I look at old Facebook things, so I'm like, oh, I remember that game. Of course, now my pictures on Facebook are just like, hey, do you want a picture of my most recent hobby streak? Because it's probably there. <laughs> wow, I, st I need to put a bunch of stuff on uh, my, my Facebook page, it would seem. There you go. People like to hear. I don't have, but I have a games workshop. I have 40K. I have Fantasy. I have Reaper uh, stuff. I've painted a ton over the course of 20 years, painted a lot of Reaper stuff. A lot. But it's okay not to have a private press folder. They're dead to me, too. <laughs> oh, just taking the cheap shots while I can, guys. That's fine. We love you for it. Making sure I accentuate that ass crack on this model. Oh, the album is Trollkin I painted I don't a few years ago. I think the ass is that high. I think you might need to realize. I mean, actually, I guess maybe in him it is. In which case, I... Wow. Yeah, just just keep poking the ass. That's great, Gonzo. It's a great video. Hey, the ass crack needs to be accentuated. There's That's your link. A false? There's my trolls. They were fun. Except assembling that metal uh Waller. Waller. Oh my god. Uh, was so this many a pins, so much green stuff because I had to ship it and I had to be sure that it wasn't gonna fall apart in shipping. That guy's great though. I mean he looks awesome and it's an awesome model. Yeah, that Mahler, the metal Mahler is sought after a lot by troll players. It was so much fun to paint. I might have to see if I still have one so I can give it to Mizzy or something. Yeah, it is the sought-after troll blood model. It's a hassle to put together, but so much fun to paint. Worth it. Hashtag worth. Also, I really enjoyed painting all those troll bloods. It gave me a love for painting things blue. 
And so my Orc Blood Bowl team all have green, uh, all have blue skin after that. That's fine. <laughs> Look, yep. if there's one thing I love that GW did in one of their miniature painting books, like one of their How to Paint Citadel miniature books, the more recent version, not the old red one. Uh, Joe Sloboda, uh-huh. I think we both know, uh, did orcs in a weird scheme. And everyone was like, what the fuck is this? I'm like, this is perfect because you need to show people that you can paint stuff in other tones. Absolutely. It doesn't have to be all, you know, orcs are green. I don't know. Fuck, you want them pink? They're fucking pink. Paint them the way you want. You know want. what, though? All his bases were goblin green, though. Well, I mean, he's a classic. What do you want? <laughs> That's a class. I mean, come on. I remember back when we used to use sawdust and paint it green for our Blood Bowl bases. And here on Blood Bowl, I would still do them goblin green because it fits. I Turf. I never did. And I also didn't use sawdust because I didn't know about that. I never had. This is the first I have learned of this. Really? Oh, well, well across the hall was uh, Ed Framer who had a framing shop and he would have to cut frame stuff and he'd get sawdust. So he'd use a lot of sawdust and would give extras to me to do basing stuff. That's cool. Yeah. I never thought about using sawdust for... But it makes sense. It would make an interesting texture on bases. Do Actually, that in combination with, uh, you know, some rocks and some cork and, yeah. you know, other stuff. And then throw good... some foliage on it. Yep. I should actually call him a Golden Demon winning painter. He is a demon-winning painter, well, Joe Tech, Yeah, well, Joe, I was talking about my buddy Ed. Oh, really? Had, yeah, framing shop. Yeah, he won a he won a silver or copper. I or... don't know him. Ed Gouda is his name. He he only think... went the once because it was in Baltimore, and he lives in okay. Baltimore with me. He's a good you know, dude. I know I know all. The... No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know all the golden demon-winning people. I mean, I met Jen Haley because she bought bits that first Chicago Games Day. And we would take turns uh, taking her bits orders because the one guy we worked with was kind of creeping on her a little bit. <laughs> and we were like, nope, intercept. Because that's the kind of service we provided. Eat Boy. Do you not know? Missy says Kathy Eat Boy is my favorite. and I, I don't know which one Eat Boy is. Is there a like what they called a certain no, one. I'll have to show I, her a picture of it. I'm not I, privy. I have to figure out which one she would call Yeet Boy. Cause... One that's throwing something, I guess. Well, I mean, if you call someone Yeet Boy, usually I think they're the one being yeeted. Oh, oh, maybe. Maybe. The giant ones, the big ones were, uh, were my faves. And that the one with the hammer... Oh, and the guy with the big stone. Ah, gotcha. That's, yeah, that's Yeet Boy. That's Yeet Boy with the oh, really? uh, with the uh, spirit stone. Yeah. That's one of my favorite ones. I love the expression on his face. And, and I guess it comes through, Captain Mizzy. Because I felt like his expression was just so perfect. I love that face. Yeah, I never I I was looking through my old Blood Bowl stuff, taking pictures of my Nurgle team, and I realized I never actually finished my Blood Bowl, my Orc Blood Bowl team, and I I probably should finish them because they were really close to being done. Yeah, 
finish him uh, once and for all. I should take pictures of my Blood Bowl team and send them at you, send them to you uh, with a note of how long ago I painted them, so at least you could be like, well, you've gotten better since then. I, uh, <laughs> I will take some pictures of my first Blood Bowl team that I painted and send them to you. I mean... We could have a, a, a old painted model off, but I'm pretty sure <laughs> mine are worth. <clears throat> my old Ralph Partha. My old Mithril. I don't have pictures of the first models I painted, but man. I don't, but I could. Oh, you know them. what? So the first smock models we painted, like GW models for an army, I was painting orcs. And man, those tester markers, uh, paint pens, they got some use out of us. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Acrylic paints? Nah, son. <laughs> oh, it was a thing. Oh, it's possible the first thing I painted was with tester paints. Well, I mean, tester paint pens, the markers, not like... I didn't even know they made those. Oh, yeah. I didn't we know had... they made paint pens. I Holy painted smokes. In. Tire leaving Russ with that. Oh my god. Oh, well, uh, yeah, I guess I could see it working better on a. No? Better. No. <laughs> He's better in quotes. <laughs> Let's just say we were enthusiastic and weren't necessarily any good at it. Well, as long as you were having fun. But we were having fun, a good though, time. Right? Yeah. That's what hobby is for is uh-huh. having fun. If you're not having fun, then maybe maybe you need to find a new hobby. I hate to say it. Yeah. Change it up a little. It's like if games aren't fun, find a new game. If hobbies aren't fun, find a new hobby. Unless being frustrated is your thing. Sounds like uh, being frustrated is Banyan's thing. He's five and one and five with. I don't even know what that means, but I'm sorry. It sounds terrible. With wizards. His his wizards in the superhero game are getting their ass whooped. Oh dear. Well, as long as you're having fun. Sorcerers, no hats. My bad. Sorcerers, I no played, hats. <laughs> I played Valheim for the first time. Like totally changing the subject. I played Valheim for the first time the other night, and. Wow, it was like I couldn't even remember how to play the game. Oh yeah. I spent all this time playing the game. I could I'm like, what even are the hotkeys? I don't even know how to open my inventory anymore. <laughs> Look, the last time we played or I we had a night off and I tried to play I loaded up the night before Borderlands 2. I'm like, I'll play some Borderlands 2. Oh no. Oh, my reflexes were not ready for that shit in the slightest. <laughs> I'm like, Ah, this doesn't work right because I'm used to MechWarrior Online. Yeah, and, and I had not. I had just been playing Diablo three a bunch, and then going to Valheim is such a completely everything is completely different. How you move and you know how you fight and everything. The whole. That's some <laughs> people who jump from game to game impress me because I really, really can't do that. Yeah, it, it, and I love Valheim. Moe's Magic says Valheim is great. It's a fun game, but I haven't played in like eight months. This was the first time I played, and and they did a bunch of updates since I played. So there are things that are different in it 
And and I am pretty sure that my character started out at zero skill levels across the board uh, for some reason. A reset, server reset probably. Yeah, yeah, something like that. So <laughs> I was a bit disappointed in that. Um, yeah. But yeah, anyways, I'm running through the woods. It's nighttime. A troll is chasing me. And I'm doing good. It's not nighttime yet. I'm running. I'm running. The troll is chasing me. I'm like, there's no way I'm going to get, you know, away from this. I'm just trying to keep my stamina up so that I can get to a place where I can actually switch my weapon to the bow so that I can maybe shoot at it. Uh, it's best to confront trolls in open ground, it seems to me. Uh, I'm in the middle of the woods. But now it turns dark in this game. Dark, I can't see anything. And I run into a tree. And I try to move to the left of the tree. And I try to move to the right of the tree. And I try to back up away from the tree. But the troll is right behind me. Uh, so I'm stuck. Like, basically running into this tree over and over. I mean, it's just right in front of me. And I can't go anywhere. I can't go forward. I can't go to the side. And this troll is with its club just annihilating me. I'm just like... That's it. <laughs> That's it. I'm done. Shezza, go pick up my stuff for me. <laughs> Sometimes it happens. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. uh it was kinda of more amusing than anything. <laughs> yeah. The muscle memory after not playing the game for a while. I'll tell you, I switched from playing Horizon, uh, Forbidden West, and then I started playing Elden Ring. Yeah, that didn't work out well. Mm -mm. <laughs> I'm gonna no, I'm gonna no. Uh oh -uh, yeah. So now I just know that I have to start over, like, and uh, and that's fine. Like, I just have to realize that my character is starting over. It's not where it used to be when I left off playing. Well, that's really annoying. Well, it's still not a full fledged game. It's still in beta. Oh well, very well then. I didn't realize. It was yeah, people have played it for so long. I'm like. It's a, what do they call it? Open beta or closed beta? Uh, it's open. Open? Okay. Yeah. And it's not really a beta. It's uh, early early release. That's what they yeah, call it. Thank release. you, Banyan. I couldn't think of that. Yes, Banyan, <laughs> eat something. We don't want you starving to death. I mean, he could have easily gotten food and eaten while he was playing. But he didn't. He chose his path. <laughs> he chose his path. Yeah. He did. True. It'd be okay. He's a big boy. He knows how to cook the food. Allie cooks more food than I do. In the actual, you know, Cookie Mandia's cooking definition. <laughs> Cut a hole in the plastic and put it on for three minutes. Actually, he almost never does that. You know, you know what you could do now that you're putting more of that purple on there is you could moisten the brush and then just take the the damp brush, not wet, but just damp, and wipe away some of the paint from that, from the uh, the raised areas. Yep. And uh, and bring back a little bit of the highlights, just as a little. I mean, it's an easy thing to do to just kind of erase some of the the paint, as long as it's still wet. You know, it doesn't work when it's dry. What? <laughs> yeah. Or you just go back and highlight a little more again. On the other hand, if you're using those 
those army painter ones, maybe that sort of thing would work after it's dry. I don't know. I'm not sure that's what you're looking for. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that would instead cause frustration and anger and I, table flipping. I don't know. I wonder if there's uh, a way you could develop sure. painting in order to use that to your advantage. I bet there is. I'm sure there is. I look forward to someone finding it. It will probably <laughs> not be me, but I look forward to someone finding it. Right, Mo? Yeah, there's more biomes. There's the There's the frost cave thing. There's... I never even made it to all the biomes, though, that were there. So, and I know they added another big bad guy to the swamp, because the swamp needed to be harder. Oh, I know. The swamp was a pain didn't, in the ass. I was say, <laughs> didn't you say the swamp was terrible? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Even more terrible now. Joe killed your... Damn him. Them well, locks are getting eaten. Okay. Yeah. Bowie says swamps hey, are always terrible. Fair. All this, what were we talking? What are we, we're just talking about Vanheim. bullshit. Yeah, Valheim, sorry. Muscle but memory yeah. within games. That, that too. Yeah, yeah. It that was no way no Muscle me. memory within games when I was talking about playing a bunch of Diablo 3 and then after eight months of not playing Valheim, going back to playing Valheim and I couldn't remember any of the hotkeys. Like I knew, obviously I knew the, the WASD keys, but I'm like, how do I open Those are my... luckily always the same. Yeah. How <laughs> yeah. do I open my inventory again? Wait, I doesn't open my inventory. Damn it. What's the what opens my I'm on my key. I'm just like pressing random keys. <laughs> and you then I'm like, wait a minute. The... Wait, in the settings, there's a thing you can see that has a list of all the hotkeys. <laughs> <laughs> that would be my suggestion. <laughs> Not saying, just saying. Uh, so, yeah, I I did remember that. But it took me like a solid 10 minutes of I don't know what I'm doing. To remember that. <laughs> I felt like such a noob. I mean, it's okay. I mean, let's be honest, you hadn't played in eight months. That's, yeah, that's, it's that's not like anybody was over there judging me, so. I mean, if they are, fuck them. Yes. Like I judge, not like I remember how to play all the video games I used to be good at, because I really don't, at all. Why, Bowie? What swamps were you talking about? How about changing the key binds and then forgetting what you changed them? <laughs> yeah, I did that too. Always. I did that too, uh, because. Well, I don't really find it necessary to sit down in Valheim. Like, why would you sit down? Except when you're building something and you need to get to a certain angle in order to see. You need this angle of visibility. So sitting down helps you with that. But I changed sure. my sitting down from X to something else. Because X, X, is, right is, underneath too close. The, X is right underneath the S button. 
And if you're trying to back up because a troll is chasing you and you hit X, you sit down <laughs> and it kills you. So Smashes you into oblivion. Yeah, I changed that one immediately, but I couldn't remember what I had changed it to. And I was building something and I wanted to sit down so that I could get that vantage point. And I couldn't remember what I had changed it to, so I had to go back into the settings. And... <laughs> I uh, had to change the shut your mech down key in a MechWare Online from P, because that's right next to O. And sometimes you'd hit O and you'd hit P at the same time real quick, and then you're like, fuck! Oh. I turned on override <laughs> and then shut down. Oh, no! Fuck! <laughs> that's inconvenient. Well, it's worse than you like, then you like, fuck, you need to turn, like, you hit it again to turn your mech back on, but now overrides off again because you shut down. Yep. Like, fuck. <laughs> so now it's a one key over that's really hard to double hit. I do it all the time. If I ever accidentally hit a key more than, like, once or twice, it's like, nope, fuck it, yep. moving that change, key. Change it. Move it over to the other part of the keyboard. Because all the keys in Valheim are on the left-hand side of the keyboard. Yep. Uh, well. So I just put them all, whatever I want, on the right. And I'm like, yeah, I don't need this key ever. Or I only need this key in a situation where it doesn't require me to be speedy. You know what I mean? Fair. To press it speedily. So, yeah. Uh, mostly the ones you normally need MechWare Online are on the one side, but there's a whole bunch on the other side, but you don't always need them. Like, I don't always need night vision. I don't always need thermal vision. If I need override, you should turn it on at the beginning of the game, and I'm good with that. So, And then some of the other ones there. Uh, the only one I need to put on my uh, my hotkeys on my mouse is the one that, uh, if I'm playing the one urban mech, turns the sirens on. Cause it's got lights and all, because it's, it's the K9. So it's got the uh, the bar lights and has a little siren. So you need to have that easy access. Because huh. <clears throat> sometimes you let people know, like, wee, wee, pull that shit over. Bui says the, the swamp, swamp from the movie Legend that had Meg Mucklebones <laughs> was very nasty. Even Tom Cruise was scared. I don't remember Sorry. that. Oh, my gosh. I need, to re I need to watch Legend again because I don't remember that. Yeah, that sounds good. Oh yeah, Tim Curry's amazing in that. Holy smokes! Mike Buckleboy needs to remember to uh, to keep her calm and not lose her head. Bark, bark! Yeah, they're chasing each other. Oh, the uh, the doc uh, the uh, hologram doctor played her, huh? Interesting. No way, really. That's a good range. Yeah, interesting. Legend is a very underrated movie. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it, but I it's so long since I've seen it. I mean, a really long time. So I definitely need to watch that again. Soon. Soon. Yeah, soon. Tim Curry's Demon is really, really mm -hmm. cool. I oh, remember. yeah. His Trail of Darkness is awesome. So I feel like I need a double feature of Legend and Labyrinth. I knew that was going to come up because it always comes up. Yep. Mm -hmm. Those two, double feature, has to happen. They're very different movies, though. Yeah, they are. Because Labyrinth is way darker overall. 
Labyrinth's got cool songs. I'm oh, sorry, not Labyrinth. Dar- uh, Legend's much darker, and, and Labyrinth is uh, a little more whimsical. Reminds me of the babe. What, what babe? babe? The babe with the power. What power? What power? power of voodoo? Voodoo. Voodoo. Voodoo? <laughs> what? Remind me of the babe! <laughs> and uh, I'm not going to lie. If I uh, bring up my uh, iTunes and my songs, I, I wanted to stuff I wanted to hear. That uh, song is actually currently on that playlist. That's an awesome song. Features on many of my mixtapes. It's a fun song. Yeah, I love it. But the best thing, if you want to labyrinth, after you watch Labyrinth, you need to watch uh, one of uh, oh, what's her name? Remember her last name, uh, like Lindsay. I forget her last name. She does uh, movie reviews and stuff. Does a lot of talk on movies, and she does a review of Labyrinth that is hilarious. <laughs> God, those dogs are really on about something. I feel like you could throw some kind of a dark red shade uh, into a few of the shadow areas of that, just sort of a watered down dark red. Just to tint a few of the shadow areas, that would look neat. Uh, it's Lindsay Ellis. It's Lindsay S A Y L S E L I S, and you can look up Lindsay Ellis Labyrinth, and you will immediately get to that. Uh, you'll get that, and it's pretty funny. So. Okay. I okay. Just had to, I just had to do that so that I didn't forget about it. <laughs> of course, as soon as I turn the mic back on, they start barking again. Of course. That's fine. It, it doesn't bother me. They're dogs. That's what they do. Yep. It's not super loud and noticeable. It's just in the no, background. It's... So I got that so, red ink, so I'm going to try that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you can take the uh, the damp brush where there's where the brush is uh, has no paint on it at all, and it's just a little moist to to just work uh, the edges of that color into nothing, which is so satisfying. I mean, it only works when color is still wet of course you have to get it before it leaves the watermark but it is yeah. fun to do it's just one brush I mean you could do two brushes I guess but I don't have the time to switch between brushes I just rinse my brush off really quick and blot it on a paper towel and, and go in with it like that you never got any of the double sided ones no I feel like I feel like I would probably end up in trying to flip them from one side to the other, flip it across the room on accident every time. Which which could be amusing once or twice, but yeah, not every time. Yeah, I just feel like that's how it would be for me. I mean, well, if you're trying to flip it like, you know, like Kung Fu, you're like trying to just like paint and then flip it. And you're like, or like you flip it like a drummer flips his, uh, Drumstick. his drumsticks, you know? 
I guess I could yeah. practice that and then 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 I could start painting. I'd have to sit there like while I'm watching TV or doing whatever, reading a book, podcasting, whatever, and just sit and, and flip this brush in my fingers all the time. You know, like Doc Holliday flips the coin through his fingers. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I think that would be amusing. But yes, I understand if you do not wish to do that. Now I kind of want to brush like that so that I can do that. Extreme painting live on Twitch. Yes, Bowie. <laughs> <laughs> Extreme miniature painting. That makes me think like something like the uh, the gamers thing, or where instead it's like a miniature painting he's to paint his army, but people keep coming trying to do stuff, and he's got like fight the mindfall like Scott Pilgrim style while painting his model <laughs> stuff. <laughs> <laughs> You gotta fight them off and still use the paint on your palette before it dries. This is your challenge. <laughs> well, Ronzo, do you want to start talking about Elden Ring? Because we were talking about uh, giving you looks for time for that. Yeah. Okay. So, I'm not a very big Dark Souls fan. Um, played Dark Souls. One and two, and I was like, yeah, this is just not my thing. I don't like spending my time raging. Um, and I get, you know, the people that like it for game, more power to you. Um, and so I was like, I really didn't think I was going to pick up Elden Ring. Saw a few videos, talked to a few people, and they says, no, just go and try it, you know, blah, blah, blah. I, I, I swear that it's different. And this is where it's kind of interesting because diehard, you know, Souls fans are like, yeah, it's way too easy. And I'm like, okay, I'll give it a shot. Why not? You know, type thing. So I downloaded it, been playing it. I have about 60 hours in on it now. And there is some interesting aspects of this game that make it an enjoyable Dark Souls game. For the simple fact is it's open world, so you can move around and get away from things easier because most Dark Souls games, you're walking in like a corridor or like a very small room and it's all real tight and intense, so you don't get to move around a lot. In this one, you can like bait out, you know, a giant troll and then fight it out in the open and dodge and move around um, and get things going that way, which is cool. I was like, yeah, mm -hmm. I can I can deal with this. Uh, it gives me, you know, a little bit more freedom. Oh, fuck, I'm going to get killed and I have a lot of currency on me. Well, I'm going to run away and then it'll, it'll, you know, leash back into its spot. So I don't have to worry about it. I don't, you know, worry about it too much. Um, so then I started looking at a couple of strats because, of course, like any Souls game, you've got like 50 billion weapons, 50 billion ways to spec out your character and, you know, just tons of different, you know, strategies and you know, ways you can do it. And I was like, okay. So I'm looking up one. I'm like, oh, there's this one. We're like, hey, you want to get to level 36 in 15 minutes? Here you go. So I'm like, okay. And yeah, it is. There is a way that you can get from level one to level 36 in roughly 15 to 20 minutes. If you kind of, you know, know what you're doing. And it's not a cheat. It's meant to. Um, and you just walk up and kill this dragon at a tail because it doesn't attack you because it's not supposed to. And so you get all the runes and stuff just to get, you know, up to level 36, no problem. 
which then you can equip the sword and then you go find this one really really badass sword and there's a guide on it and I'm like okay let's go pick up the sword and that's where the game breaks um, you're one-shotting and two-shotting and possibly three to four-shotting major bosses with this one weapon. Uh, it's called the Sword of Night and Flame. Really cool sword. One, uh, you know, has your basic attacks, but then it has your big attack where you take and you do like a, a laser beam, and then you do like a big fire thing, and you're like, oh yeah, this is really cool, really fun. I can you know do everything and get everything going. And then the developers figured it out, <laughs> and so they nerfed that weapon. Um, but then people found out spots where you can kill a mob and you kill them and they can attack you and you get like 11,000 experience in one second. And so people are leveling up really, really fast. They don't care, which I'm like, okay, it's not an exploit because I if, mean, if you, if you know, technically anything, an exploit, but yeah, it's, it's one they're okay with. Yeah. What it is is you hit this mob and it tries to get you and it runs off the cliff. And so you get the XP for it falling and dying off the cliff. Um, and you can rack up that XP in like no time flat. Um, I think uh, someone calculated it. If you had like this Scarab, which gives you bonus XP and uh, drink this potion, you could get 5 million XP in an hour. I'm like, okay. That's a number. I don't know if that's good or not. Well... It, just saying that you could get that, you know, it's the more you level up, the more expensive. Like for me right now, I am level 148 and to increase one stat, one point is like 200,000. Um, and so that's just, you know, where you go and what you do. It's part of the soul's game. It's part of what you're supposed to do. They do not care that you cheat the boss because the boss cheats. And the bosses are extremely freaking powerful in Dark Souls, in Elden Ring. And one or two shotting is very common. For the most part. Not all of their bosses do that now. Their bosses now, you may get two or three shot depending on like if it's a special samurai attack or, you know, just like some special, you know, ability. But just like normal attacks, usually don't get one or two shotted. And I was like, okay, that's interesting. And so I was playing it i'm having a blast with it it is a challenge but it's not a hard challenge that makes me want to rage quit if you know what i'm saying um it's still got bosses that you know if you don't know what you're doing and you try to get a little stupid it will take in one or two shots you because you weren't paying attention or you didn't dodge uh for the most part but overall i've enjoyed the game a lot as a dark souls game it is much easier than all the other Dark Souls style games that I've played. Um, way, way easier. Uh, the ability to respec is pretty easy and early on. The ability to get really cool weapons and not have to kill bosses, just loot them out of bags or, or chests, I should say, early on is really, really good um, and really easy. There's... Um, Learning to stack abilities. Like right now, I'm playing what's called a blood build. And anything I attack uh, builds up this blood ability and it takes and they take a lot of damage. Really cool. No problem. Um, having a lot of fun with it. Uh, Graphics-wise, they're not bad graphics. Not the best that I've seen um, on the PS5 so far. I think Horizon has been the best graphics I've seen on a uh, PlayStation game. 
graphics are still good. The game is still solid. Um, I am thoroughly enjoying it so far. Um, and I typically hate Souls games. Just because they're meant, like you says, you either like them or you hate them. And usually I've been in the, I hate the games because they're just frustrating bullshit. Oh, I dodged one, one millionth of a second too late. I'm dead. Which is kind of weird, you know, for a game in my opinion, but... Uh, I'm enjoying it. I thought it was really good. Um, I actually got invaded a couple of times, and I think there's some extremely good videos of people getting invaded by players in PvP because there's an item in game called the Veil Mimic Veil. And what it is is when you put it on, you look like a creature within the world, like a uh -huh. deer or a statue. And there's plenty of videos where people get invaded by other players trying to kill them, and they put this veil on, and one person acted like an NPC and had the clothes of this knight and was just walking around with a torch and just walking up and down the pathing that this monster, you know, this, this soldier would have walked and the PVP player didn't even recognize him, walked by him four or five times, didn't realize that it was actually him and not an NPC character. Um, huh. People dressed, you know, there was one time this guy clicked it and he turned into a deer. And so he was just walking around following these people trying to find him and kill him. And he was like, they don't know that I'm the deer and stuff. So it's got some pretty good stuff. Day 47. Yeah. I still haven't realized that I'm a deer. <laughs> um, and so it's it's been pretty interesting. There's been some pretty good videos come out of people using that and getting away from being PVP'd um, type thing. But um, and, and to, to be fair, just so you know, uh, this one is like, it's, you can't just invade somebody. You have to actually allow that, if I remember correctly. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can turn on and off multiplayer. And you yeah, can turn yeah, off yeah. It's not like they just get to invade your game because they're assholes, because they would do that. Yeah. Um, but yes, there is that. You've got to, you know, you've got to have that turned on type thing. Did but you, did you literally create a new Twitch account for the TV, Banyan? <laughs> <laughs> I mean,. I'm not angry. I'm actually impressed. But anyway, but it's phone maybe. I am also Banyan. No, I am Banyan. No, I am Banyan. It's been oh. very interesting to play. Story-wise, good. Um, creepiness out the fucking ass because it's Dark Souls. Um, and especially having a 7.1 surround sound and having a lady crying when you teleport in out of your left rear speaker and making you turn around and making your dogs freak out is not really cool. <laughs> but um, it's been very enjoyable. Um, learning a lot of different things, doing different boss fights, running around the area. Um, and with it being open world, it leads a lot to just going exploring, which is cool because there's a ton of things to do. Like... There's always hidden tunnels to find. And usually you walk up, hit the wall, and it goes through. Well, recently a... And I want to say it's... it's you know someone told this person there uh, that works for the game, told this person to go here and hit the wall 50 times. Hit this wall 50 times. When you hit it 50 times, it will open up a new room and you can get the loot out of there. And so now they've got people running all over the game, hitting walls 50 plus times to see if it opens up a new area. <laughs> so people are like hitting the walls like crazy. So it's, it's just kind of funny. Um, 
is a game for like everybody. It would be a hilarious epic troll by them. Oh, there's. I'm sure there's. Let's just make people attack walls. Well, the reason. one of the things that's interesting in, in the game, you can, for all intents and purposes, leave, you can leave a note on the floor saying, "Hey, there's a hidden area right here." Uh, so people will go and beat up on it. Um, other than that, you you know you kind of look at the you look at the note that they left. Oh, hidden area hit the wall. Oh, cool. And a lot of people troll and say hidden area, and then someone will eventually go, "No, there's not. Don't worry about it." But now that there is a wall that has you have to hit fifty times, people are now leaving notes going, "You have to hit this fifty five times for it to open up." And you know. You oh, can God. see people, and you're like, ugh. I'm like, no. Um, I'm enjoying it. I'm having a lot of fun with it. Um, the builds I've been playing with are really cool. Um, I probably will be um, switching builds up eventually because there's some different builds I want to try. Like a, the Sorcerer Spellcaster one is actually been considered extremely powerful. They've already done some nerfs to the game because things were just too powerful. And people are like... Two or three shotting major story bosses, and you're just oh, like, mm, you're not supposed to be doing that. So they did nerf him a bit, and so that's, I had to change one of my build up, go get some different weapons. Um, but the game is meant you're supposed to cheese bosses. You're supposed to find ways to get around and cheese and kill things. Like, oh, I'm gonna run up here on the ledge and shoot him down with an arrow, and then jump down, and then they're gonna follow me down. And I'm gonna shoot him again, you know, just like that type, that type of thing. So it's just got to be. Well, that's the point of it. You're you're supposed to find the pattern of attack, right? Correct. Yeah, and you're supposed to find different ways to take out bosses because some of them are just stupid, freaking hard. Um, that's an age. That's as old as video games. Yeah. Uh, and so I, I don't feel bad by killing this monster. You know, seven hundred times to get up to level one, almost one fifty. Um, I don't feel a problem uh, using a special ability that hits really freaking hard, and then standing back and shooting it and where it can't get to me, I am like, no, this is a Souls game. It will fuck me if I'm stupid. <laughs> and it will waste a ton of my time if I'm stupid. Um, I'm really liking it. I was very impressed. I was very, very, very hesitant of picking it up because me and Souls games, like Dark Souls 1 and 2, just didn't get very well. So um, I'm happily playing it. Uh, as soon as we're done here, I'm going to go jump back on because I was in the middle of doing a quest. That is my one <laughs> big complaint. So I like I like quests in game. Hey, you need to go here and go there and go this and go that. There is no quest menu. So you can't go check where you're at on a quest or what your quest was. Because you could go talk to an NPC. Go, oh, yeah, this thing was here and here and here. And there's no log. Huh. And yeah, so that's not good. That's poor that that design. is my one biggest complaint. Now I don't mind that you don't have like a waypoint pointing you to where the quest is. Yeah, that's I fine, get that. But... That's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, they needed it, in my opinion. They should have a menu inside the thing going. Here's the quest that you got from Billy Bob. Billy Bob says you need to go kill the troll in this cave. Yeah, I don't need to know yeah. where the cave is because that's one of the things I liked about. Um, the old Elder Scrolls games was, yeah, it's that direction. Go find it. <laughs> yeah, if I need to take and get a notepad out, then your game is has tragically failed. That it, it, there, I'm sure there are a ton of quests that I have forgotten 
to do or in the middle of that I don't remember because I haven't stuck to it right then and there or looked yeah, it that's... up or whatever. They should have some type of menu going, you got yeah. a Bob, you got a quest from Bob. Bob tells you to go to this dungeon and kill this thing. Yeah. But even if Bob just tells you to go to a dungeon and kill something. Correct. I, I need than, this uh, item. I don't even remember what Bob said. Yeah. That's the only thing I think they need to do. <laughs> um, but other than that, that was the only thing. I really <laughs> like the game. It is very, very creepy. Very weird. But like all Souls games, it is super, super creepy. Um, super weird. Um, scary looking creatures type thing. Um, but enjoying the hell out of it. I'm going to go back. I've got a samurai bleed building, katana wielding spellcaster that's a lot of fun to play. Throwing out blood flies to make things things bleed. Casting a mimic of myself and having it attack it while I spell it down or hit it from behind. It, it, they did right. This is a soul game done correctly because once you beat it, you can do like what's called a game plus where everything has twice the amount of hit points. Twice as deadly, you know, for those hardcore players type thing. So I think they I think they did a Dark Souls game correctly without it being too tough. But it's still satisfying those people that love that ultra hard competitive thing. Because there's a lot of people that do one hit boss fights. They go in completely naked except for their weapon. So if they get hit once, they're dead. And so that's their thing is their challenges to go in there and see if they can kill the boss before they get hit once. That so. is not me. I no, that's not me that either. Personality. I no. did watch a video though uh, about a guy playing Valheim, and the way that he attacked things was to fling uh, fire places at them, like mm -hmm. fires. Like he would just keep building fires. <laughs> so you need wood and you need stone, and he would just build a fire because when you step in a fire, it does damage to you. Yep. So you just build a bunch of fires at the creature and it would step in them as it was coming back coming to him uh and it would get damaged and then he would just keep dodging it and then fling more <laughs> fires at the ground and the guy would step in them and until he was dead that's i i saw him kill a troll that way i saw him kill one of the bosses that way it was hilarious he was gaming he was gaming valheim to break it and it was it was fun. It was fun to watch the weird, ridiculous stuff that he was doing. I I mean, this one I think my favorite ones to watch is when someone gets invaded and they become a mimic. They put on the mimic veil and they take on the mimic of whatever's around them, and then people are running around trying to find them. Or, yeah, that sounds funny. Or when people try to invade somebody and their friends are mimics of bushes. And they they lead the bad guy to the bushes, and then all of a sudden the bushes come out and beat the shit out of them. <laughs> I feel like this would be so much fun as an ambush. Yeah, that, very much. That's what people are using it for you now. Just sit there. You're like highway robbers of gamedom. Yeah, yeah. There there's a lot of people that have been doing that. That they're they'll co-op with their friends and do what they're doing, but they'll turn on the PvP, and then you'll get the message you're being invaded, and like two of you will turn into something. And then whoever's getting invaded will lead them back through those people that are, you know, disguised as whatever and just jump out and beat the crap out of the invader. This also seems like something I would never want to do. Correct. <laughs> but I mean, like I said, you turn off PVP so you don't have to worry about it. Um, 
It is fun getting multiplayer with your friend and taking on big bosses uh, because usually it's solo, so it's been kind of fun to do that, um, get together. And you both go, wow, he fucked us up um, type thing. But I've enjoyed it. I will continue to play it. Um, the world, of course, is extremely stupid large. Um, they said that they probably won't expect everybody to find everything in a few years. Because there's so much stuff to this game. Now, I did, once I started leveling up, I went back to some of my starting areas. And uh, started beating the crap out of things that beat the crap out of me when I first started. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah I remember you. You, like, <laughs> three hit me. Come here, fucker. And it's, and it's fun because you're just like, yeah, you're going down this time. All right, uh, Kathy, you watched like 17 things this weekend. Why don't you go with one of yours? I, I did watch some things. It's, <laughs> that's correct. Uh, I did watch the first two episodes of Reacher today. Cool. And when we're done with this, I'm going to watch another episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, that answers that part of it. Possibly two. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I really enjoyed it. It's it's so. good. It, it follows the book pretty well, but just updated for modern times. I, I like Anza. I said we really enjoyed the series. It was it was really good. I like I said. I'm I've never read the books. Just the just the heard the story about Jack Reacher and of course the old movie. And then everybody says, no, this is really good and really close to the books, just with a modern twist. And I'm like, see, okay. And it's free, I so. See the, I didn't see the movie, and I never read the book. Although, I see that Lee Childs is the author of that book, and I like the uh, the Preston and Childs books with uh, Agent Pendergast. And so, I can kind of see that sort of style in in this story. I'm almost waiting for supernatural things. No. <laughs> Almost supernatural things to happen. Nah, this one sticks. It sticks firmly in the real world. I'm sorry to say, unfortunately. Still, still, I in my head, it's it's like so. There's you know Agent Pendergast in the, this other completely different series of things, where uh, you get this sense that he's, you know, when you read the first ones, you get the sense that maybe there's something going on with him where he's. not quite human somehow and you're, you're not really sure and and the more you read in them the it it's it's very thriller edge of your seat uh almost horror kind of things i really like it anyways <laughs> reacher i really i really did enjoy it i like detective things i like thriller things uh I'm not always in the mood to watch stuff like that. This, though, had the right amount of quirky, fun stuff going on in it. So, and that's the kind of thing I like. If I, it, something needs to relieve that, that you know, suspenseful tension mm-hmm. that's building. And, and I like that this did it in that way that I enjoy. I like the, uh, the blonde cop. She's Rostico. cool. I like the detective. He's fun. I like the chemistry. I like the interaction between all of them. Yeah, mm-hmm. Roscoe. 
I don't know why I couldn't think of that because the whole time, every time somebody said her name, I kept thinking Roscoe P. Coltrane. Coo coo coo. Ah, James Best. <laughs> I, I had a drink that. ready. I had to have some to you, but I got some waters for James Best. <laughs> uh, I and I'm curious to see what's going on with it. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think mean, you'll enjoy it overall. It, it gets violent AF. There but. are there are a little bit of predictable things where I see it. now. I'll be happy to be proved wrong if I predict things and and it turns out differently, you know. However, right now the way I'm looking at it, I'm like, okay, okay, this guy, yeah, he's the bad guy. Now we just have to figure out how they're going to be bringing him down. I absolutely will watch it, though. I'll watch all of it. Fair enough. Excellent. Zero space herpes. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll go with one of mine before we get yours, because I think you and I have the same one, John. I doubt it. Oh, okay. Go for it, then. I mean, you can get one of yours, go. Okay. Um, I was, and this is from last week, I watched Book of Eli. Uh, it's on Netflix. Um, it is a post-apocalyptic Netflix. story. It's on DVD. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> well, I just saw it because it was like, hey, new shows on Netflix. And I saw it. I was like, man, I haven't seen that. I heard it on DVD, too. I just haven't seen it in forever. And I was like, oh, I'm reading the books and stuff. I can watch this. I really like Book of Eli. Um, it's a pretty good post-apocalyptic show. Um, <laughs> Gary Oldman, very good in it. Um, very good, crazy, you know, weirdo. Um, it's, it, 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 what cracks me up more than anything about it is the filter they have on the scenes. Everything is muted and grayed and it's almost black and white in a lot of, uh, type thing just to get you that feel of, you know, post-apocalyptic. Mm-hmm. Um, but overall I really like it. It's a lot of fun. Um, it's, it, you can kind of see some of this stuff <laughs> and you can see what's going on, but I mean, for the most part, it's pretty good. I would probably give it one to maybe one and a half space herpes. Um, I agree with that. but it, it's a, it's a good solid, you know, post-apocalyptic Western, I guess you could call it in a way. I mean, it's post-apocalyptic, post-apocalyptic. They tend to feel like Westerns yeah. anyways, but. But I, I enjoyed it quite a bit. John, what's yours? I mean, unless you watched it again, I watched Spider-Man No Way Home. I Of course I did. As soon as it was able to buy, I bought it and watched it right then and there. Twice this week. <laughs> well, you crazy. For one. Uh, I will start by disagreeing with you. It is not the best Marvel movie. It is not even the best Spider-Man movie. It is, however, very good. I'm not going to say it's not good. It is very good. I enjoyed the crap out of it. Um, everyone kills it in it. Um, pretty much the entire cast kills it the entire time. Uh, tugs at the heartstrings at the right moments. Uh, has some solid action, some good moments. Um, yeah, but overall, it's good. It's you know, there's there's no flaws. It's it's groundbreaking. In the way that, 
you know, in the sort of the same way Avengers was. Avengers brought together all these characters from other movies together suddenly. This brings them from other different franchises, which is super cool. Like, I love them bring. I mean, it's no spoiler at this point. It's actually on the poster yeah. <laughs> all over the place now that Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire are in it. Uh, but not too much, which I like. Yeah. And, and they... then all the villains from all of them, it, it, it was done very well. I enjoyed it more than anything else. Uh, I've always been a big Andrew Garfield Spider-Man fan. Um, I liked his Spider-Man. I mean, I didn't dislike most. his Spider-Man, but... Uh, the stories were written man. pretty bad. I liked his I, I, character. Not the story that, like, the lizard looked... I mean, even in this, the lizard did not look good. It looked consistent with the movie it came from. Yeah. Well, I like... It looked good. I like... Andrew Garfield Spider-Man the best out of all the Spider-Man because he was the quirky, cocky attitude, not quite Deadpool-esque in his quips, but well, he should just be enough. quippy though because he's Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, but I, I mean, much like the different portrayals of Joker, I like different portrayals of Spider-Man because they're all different. Correct. Mm-hmm. They all have their merits. And, and, and in this one. I finally felt that Tom Holland Spider-Man became Spider-Man in this. Um, for the first two movies, while they were good, to me, they didn't feel like he was really Spider-Man. Everything was given to him. He's gotten all this cool outfits, so on and so forth. In this one, he finally, to me, he finally feels like he's That's the fucking Spider-Man. point of the first movie is that he's Spider-Man. Like, well, that's and, the funny thing. You missed the point of the first movie entirely. That's, like, the greatest, the, the overarching theme in that movie is that he takes down the main villain without all the extra stuff because he is Spider-Man. And see, to me, he just doesn't feel, he didn't feel like a Spider-Man because in in, in my opinion and what I read and what how I feel about Spider-Man, Spider-Man is that average ordinary guy that has superpowers that struggles with day-to-day life problems trying to do this and to me i didn't get that feel from the first two spider-mans it was hey kid you're really cool and you got a lot of heart and everything else let me give you more cool stuff so you can beat things a whole lot easier even though you're not emotionally prepared for it and i was like uh well i'm gonna chalk this up to a you problem (laughs) to me Uh, it just didn't feel thank you you completely missed it on the first one definitely the second one a little bit um man like missed it hard too yeah i just like, didn't feel like he he was spider-man in my opinion until this ep until this one he finally I, I finally felt that he got what it is to be spider-man and it is more than just having superheroes and trying to save the world i'm over here like i really liked uh the electric company spider-man when i was a kid <laughs> <laughs> that's fair that's fair uh, I, I totally re-watch... forgot that that was a, that was a Spider-Man. I think you need to rewatch uh, Spider-Man Homecoming again because you missed the fucking point completely. I, I, I'm not. I, I did not miss it. That's the way I felt. I think that there is, to me, Spider-Man has always been somebody that has go through real life struggles and real life things and has a hard life, but he always does what's right. And to me, I just didn't feel that from Tom Holland's story. Uh, in the first two, and in the last one, a hundred percent, I was like, Maybe it "There's my Spider-Man." Took a longer time to I... unfold that story. No, in God's those, uh, just in those crazy. movies, <laughs> he's just fucking crazy. I'm not gonna lie. I gotta sugarcoat it. Like the first movie, that is like literally the fucking plot. 
It totally his character arc mm-hmm. is him fucking earning the fact that he's Spider Man with nothing to show he's got the heart to do what's right even without the tech. And like wow. You're saying I need to watch the first two Spider Man uh they're really good. Movies, yeah, they're good. They're uh, good movies. They're... No, it can't be this weekend. It's a Decepticon. No, it can't be this weekend. Uh, <laughs> next weekend. They, they're the Spider-Man movies are good. Yes. High tier Marvel movies. I would say Spider-Man: Homecoming. Bane and I had this discussion. Um, I'm not sure that Homecoming is better than No Way Home, just because of what home, No Way Home did. But Homecoming is really good. I'm still going to die on the hill that Spider-Man of the Spider-Verse is better than No Way Home. Um, uh, I might very even close argue for me. that Spider-Man 2 might be better because Spider-Man 2 is a really fucking good movie. I think the reason why Spider-Verse and uh, No Way Home are really close to me is because there's a lot of nostalgia and they did so much right. Yes. Uh, the, the one line that, get, that gets me no matter what... Um, and it actually, as soon as I watched it, I tried to find, you know, so I could li- listen to it and read about it and everything. And it's when uh, Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man goes, it's what we do. Huh? You know, and that's and that's Spider-Man. It's what we do. The, the interaction between them is, like, the interaction never, like, the actress to kill. Like, this is a lot of me going on and on about how it's not the best Spider-Man movie at all. It's still Zero Space Herpes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let's just get that out of the fucking way. <laughs> A hundred percent zero space rippers. It's really oh, yeah. good. I do not regret buying it on Amazon by any stretch. Did you get to watch um, any of the behind the scenes stuff or whatever? I ain't got time for that shit. There's a there there's like two really good one. Um uh Holy crap, Captain is really happy that she can send the memes now. Yeah, she's been <laughs> she's been dying to send you memes about stuff. Captain Mizzy, um, uh not a single part of this movie wasn't spoiled before I saw it. Well you know, But it was okay. Um, I mean, it's not like the, it's not like it's not like the ending of the usual suspects or a mystery where you spoil. It you're like, yeah, fuck the entire movie because you spoiled it. No, you still want the journey. It's not all the destination. Mm-hmm. This movie is also about the journey and just all the moments. You know, the interaction between him and between uh, Tom McGuire and not McGuire, the uh, the new one. Uh, fucking what's his name? Tom Holland <laughs> and all of the other villains, and then just all the interactions are great. And the, Whitney, the, and I heard someone complain about uh, Doctor Strange telling the kids to Scooby Doo this shit, <laughs> and I'm like, well, like that's Scooby-Doo a doesn't exist in there. In that's a fucking somehow? great lie. Yeah, it is. Yeah, and then the comeback is great. Yeah, I I think it, it's really good. I think you should watch. There's one of the scenes. There's one of the behind the scenes things where it's all three of them sitting down talking about being Spider-Man with each other and like some of the things they had to do and just them playing off each other and just kind of talking about playing Spider-Man. And it was actually, it was really good and really fun. And you could tell that Tom Holland is, he's, he's upset that this is over because he's, he's playing like he's not going to be playing Spider-Man anymore. And uh, they announced they were gonna. That was that was before they announced they were gonna. They announced they were gonna do like another one at least. I think. Yeah, he's he's pretty much one. He's like, I want to move on, but I don't want to move on because this is amazing. But he's like, okay, if because he, he even says it, if this is the end, I'm happy with where I'm at. Oh yeah, that's nice. I mean, <laughs> honestly, if that ended, that'd be a solid end. Yes. I mean, honestly, you could have him come into other movies just as a cameo here or there. I mean, you could recast and keep going with the same story. I, 
here's the thing I want people to get over, and we'll, we'll tangent this because we're getting close to the end. We don't have time for another review. We need to get over recasting. It's okay. Actors sometimes want to move on. They can be the same person, much like James Bond is, technically speaking, until Daniel Craig, the same fucking person. Yep. That was how they were running it for years, through Sean Connery and George Lazenby and fucking Roger Moore. It was the same person. Or, or, or in their case, they didn't fucking care about it. You don't talk about it, it doesn't matter. I mean, they recast fucking uh, Rhodey, and it worked fine. You can recast people. It's okay. People want to go on to other things. The whole reason they started doing regenerations regenerations in Doctor Who is because, you know, the original actor didn't want to do it anymore. And so they wanted, and it was a successful show. So they wanted to, uh, they They, got somebody else in and they figured out a way to explain it. They wrote it in. It was great. But I think you can absolutely keep recast, like, let it go. Let let people go. We need to recast multiple people as long as you keep the basic character things there like i'm interested to see what a sequel to this would look like because of the way it ended which i don't actually want to spoil yeah well um, supposedly uh rumor is that um andrew garfield may be in the new mobius movie coming out interesting uh because they've been oh. making comparisons about what's happened in that movie on the trailer and it's all conspiracy theories nobody you know 100 percent knows but Mobius and Spider-Man have had a long history to begin with, yep. and they think they may put Andrew Garfield Spider-Man in Mobius. And I would be like, yeah. "Cool, yeah, I'm all for cool. more Andrew Garfield Spider-Man." Uh, I mean, I only watched the first. I own the second. I own both Andrew Garfield ones. I've only seen the first one. I haven't seen the second one. Um, but I didn't dislike him, and I like him a lot better after watching this. Holy crap! Oh yeah, he's he's a really good actor, and. They, they they describe each one of them like why they're there and like Peter, you know, Andrew Garfield there for one reason. This one's there for another reason. And yeah. you, you don't want to ruin it too much for people. But the reason why they're there is to their Spider-Man, not yeah. to the Spider-Man, to they're, their They're all Spider-Man. similar and different and they embrace it and they geek out about it. It's great. Like, <laughs> like it's great. Does it shoot? <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly so yeah no, uh, very good zero space herpes worth watching remember to stay for the post credit stinger do not stay to the end of the credits because the end of the credits is just a trailer for uh dr strange to the multiverse of madness which you've already seen on youtube or whatever already because it's the same one they put out yeah unless you want to uh, just yeah. just like the end of one of them i forget one of them they had the end they had like a civil war teaser so, I mean, it's the same sort of thing, which is fine. I have no problem with that. They don't need to have teasers everywhere. I just wish I didn't know. So, there you go. Zero. Watch it. It's good. It's great. Um, guys, it is the end of the podcast, and we want to say thank you so much for watching. Thank you so much for joining us. It has been a pleasure. Uh, don't forget, there will be no podcast next week, as uh, we'll be at uh, Adepticon. Uh, John said he might do some uh, streaming of a game. I do some video game. We'll see what I can do. Yeah, see what he's uh, got up there as his sleep. Maybe something new. Maybe not. Um, that, we will be sending you off to Vlager Dragon. I'm sure they're waiting for us to come over right now. So, so they guys, break. for anything <laughs> else, for more than dice, I'm Gonzo. I'm John. I'm Kathy. Good. Please take care of yourself. 
And that wasn't Mania in there in the chat room. <laughs> <laughs>